All right, people, here's how we're going to do it this week. Had a lot of shit that happened this week. Uh, okay, so I recorded the whole friggin' thing. Whole thing in GarageBand, and then GarageBand was like, mm, no, I'm not, I'm not going to save it. I'm just going to delete it. So, yeah, I recorded the whole thing, got up the next day to edit... And nothing was there. <laughs> so that made me really happy. So you know what? I honestly, I threw in the towel and I was like, I'm, I gotta stop touching the microphone. I threw in the towel and I was just like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm not really fucking doing it. Cause the editing, it just takes so long. And I, I recorded like over an hour of stuff and it was so good. It was, it was A plus, like top notch material, but I just, it's, it's all gone now. So I'm sorry. And, uh, I, I was going to throw in the towel and just be like, no, I'm not putting an episode out this week, but I figure I'll, I'll settle for a happy medium in which I'm just going to fucking record this whole thing. I'm not editing at all. I'm just going to freaking export like the raw file upload it and then that can be your episode this week because if if I don't do it this way I'm gonna I'm gonna just go into like an existential stupor and completely just like fuck off for the week and you won't get anything so this is a little happy medium between you and I I hope okay so let's get to it remember I'm not I'm not editing or cutting anything so if there's more pausing and stuff like that then just deal with it and oh, we're missing we're missing Jeffrey Osborne or whatever his name is this week. But you know what? I don't care. On the wings of love. There, that's all you get. Um. Okay. So first thing I wanted to say, and I w- I've said this before at the start of the week when I recorded. Um, thinking of Baghdad, Medina, um, Alton Sterling, and Philando Castile, and the officers who were killed in Dallas, obviously. And, um, yeah, you know what, since I've recorded, since the recording I did on, like, Tuesday after the show happened, another terrorist attack has happened in Nice, so that's just wonderful, isn't it? Oh, isn't it? God, I can't even speak. This is why I need to edit, because I cannot use my mouth properly. Anyway, uh, terrible, terrible what happened in Nice on Bastille Day, so I sound like a friggin' loser. Bastille. Bastille Day. I don't know. Whenever you try and put on, like, a French accent, I don't know if it's just me, but I just sound like a friggin' nerd. Um, yeah. Terrible. Terrible things in the world today. Uh, yeah. I don't like to focus on them too much, because, like, I know a lot of people, it's just like, the world is so depressing. But uh, I always try and, like, I know when I'm looking at things, it's like, oh, my God, I'm super depressed. Like, everything's making me really sad. And I just want, like, a respite from all the sad things that are happening. So, like, when I make stuff, I try and make, like, things that will kind of take people's mind off whatever they're going through and just, like, give give them a little break from all the terrible things happening in the world. So let's not, let's not dwell on these things. I mean, obviously they're terrible tragedies. Um, and yeah, I'd like to mention them and yeah, but, um, let's, 
let's just have a little shelter in this podcast from the terrible things happening in the world. Let's make let's make fun of some little trash boys today, shall we? All right. Um, so let's get into it. Into I don't even fucking remember. I watched the episode like twice or three times. Honestly, I was into this week's episode. It was so good. Um, the blood, <laughs> the collective blood alcohol content of this episode was just absolutely through the roof. And uh, I, I swear, I've never seen so many people like so drunk on on The Bachelor before. And this is like, this is like, oh man. See, this is why I need to edit. I can't put my thoughts together. I can't make funny jokes if I don't edit out all the time it takes me to think of them. I was going to say something about like how this is like the, oh man, fuck. Like the amount of alcohol in this episode is like the collective. Oh my God. (laughs) I can't fucking do it. All right. I'm just going to move on. I'm let's just, let's just forget about that. Like, like we forget about all the terrible, terrible men that have gone home on this season. Oh my god. Just like we forget about all the terrible, terrible kisses that we've had to endure and like try and like wipe them from our memory. What is it with kissing? And it's just like fucking gross to me sometimes. Like, you know those gifs on Tumblr? I almost said gifs and I almost just embarrassed myself. Um, you know those gifs on Tumblr? And they're trying to be all romantic and like where in the movie the guy like goes in to kiss the girl and it's all like, oh my god. And it's supposed to be all cute and shit. I'm like, I see those on Tumblr and I'm just like, ugh, ugh, please don't. Anyway, they had this preview showing Robbie like, he's lying. And it was trying to make the show seem like it was going to be so intense. But I know, like, there's no way it can be this intense that far in because now you're just left with, like, the good guys and they're not trying to cause drama and shit. Except maybe James. James is a little little feisty. Like, he loves the drums. Jeez, James. I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, But yeah, I'm sorry you have to listen to my disgusting swallowing noises. Um, Jojo looking absolutely stunning, as usual. And, uh, here comes Chris Harrison, just spewing some bullshit about Jojo not giving out roses. <laughs> He's like, oh, yeah, don't, don't worry about it. Don't worry. You're, you're gonna be safe. Like, we're not giving out roses on the one-on-one dates, so, like, don't worry about it. Nothing, nothing to worry about, <coughs> Alex. Anyway. Alex, I'm so sorry about the swallowing noises, honestly. I suck. Like, I'm I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, Alex, uh, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he gives the date card, and he's, like, all the guys are in the interviews, like, oh, I hope we get the one-on-one. And then it's, like, really, like, emphasizing on Alex, like, I haven't gotten a one-on-one. Like, it's crucial for me to get a one-on-one. Like, oh, who could possibly be getting the one-on-one? I mean, oh, it's Alex? Why am I not surprised? Because they always do this where they're, like, 
they get the person who needs the one-on-one to be in the interviews like I need it I need that one-on-one if I saw my name on that date card it'd be so nice and then it's like Alex and then they show like oh yay I finally got it it's just this show is too predictable this is why I feel like I can just like I can guess so many things like that will happen because of how they edit it like it's just so obvious now not to like be superior and all that because like I still don't know what the fuck is gonna happen this season maybe I'm just blinded like by my love for Chase because uh, I just love that boy and I I if Jojo sees what I see in him she will pick him but um I don't uh I think, like, everybody's setting it up so that she's going to pick Jordan or Luke. And I'm like, I don't see that right now. I see her picking Chase. But the way the editing's going, it's making it seem like Chase is, like, a non-contender. So, like, I don't even know what to think anymore. Anyway, Jordan, Alex gets the date and Jordan is speaking through the voice of a thousand nations. And he says to Alex, like, now you can stop bitching. And I was like, literally, yes. Thank you for voicing that. Um, So, (laughs) oh my God, this show. Just the dates on this season are the worst. The worst I've ever seen. Actually, no, you know what? They've been, they've been terrible up until this point. But these, these past couple dates on this episode were fucking fire. Um, except for Alex's car ride with Jojo to the location of the horse lovemaking date or whatever. But the producers were probably like, hey, you know what, let's just, let's just kill two birds with one stone. You know, turn this little transit into an actual date because, let's face it, like, who gives a fuck about Alex? We're not gonna fucking spend an entire day on him for a date because we know exactly what's gonna happen i bet you they were like (laughs) normally they would like have a lot of time to spend on like the second half of the day where they like have dinner and they're talking about like how much they love each other and shit but they were probably just like okay just fucking sit on the bench uh alex you tell jojo that you love her and jojo just fucking sit just send him home right away bing bang boom everybody gets to go home early (laughs) like oh my god what a day what a day oh yeah so the the other guys get to well they have to take this like shitty broken down like bus which was fucking cooler than taking a car like that would have been awesome but you know the in south america i mean i'm not gonna generalize about all south america but (laughs) I can't even say South America because literally all I've been to is Cuba. I've never been anywhere else. But the roads, the roads in Cuba were fucking insane. Like there's just potholes everywhere. It's constantly like. Uh, great onomatopoeia, Carrie. Um, yeah, so the the potholes I can imagine in Argentina, like them going to wherever the fuck they went in the countryside, like, there must have been so many potholes in that old bus. Oh, my God. That probably was not the best ride. Anyway, Chase is beatboxing, and then the guys are rapping about how short Alex is. Oh, creative. 
so creative. And then they cut to Alex's terrible rap with JoJo in the car. And I just thought that was fucking hilarious because Alex is so, like, I used to like Alex, but now he's just such a whiny little bitch. And, yeah, he can't, he was like, oh, I can rap. And then he's like, yo, Joe, go into the stove. And then, like, he's done. He literally, like, throws in the towel. Is oh, my God, Alex, no. You can't rap. Oh, man. And then James T is like, eh, JoJo would probably be having more fun, like, in the bus with all the guys. And I'm like, yes. Like, why wasn't that the date idea? Like, Jesus Christ. And that's kind of what we get when the guys have the little sleepover thing, which was so much fun. Anyway. Cuts back to the car. And JoJo just lets out the most tortured sigh I've ever heard. She, I'm pretty sure it was like, ah. <laughs> ah. <laughs> oh my god, just one of those sighs when you've got like the weight of the world on your, on your chest, and it's just, I mean, maybe that, that's kind of how I've been feeling, but, and let's just, let's just all just like take a moment and just let out just a JoJo sigh right now, right? Anyway. Okay, here we go. God. This date. It's so uncomfortable. Alright, but JoJo's JoJo's butt and legs are looking friggin' insane in those little, like, gaucho pants she was wearing. You can't even call them gaucho pants. They're literally, like, bell bottoms because the gaucho guys were like i don't know anyone who wears those but god her friggin' legs and butt looked so good <laughs> they look so good it was so beautiful anyway um one thing i noticed is that i just love how chill this episode is like the guys are all Sitting around the table, eating at the little, like, jerk house or whatever they got. And they stopped along the way. And they're just all talking about, like, how they think the date's gonna go and blah, blah, blah. And it was just so chill. It felt, like, so self-regulated. And, like, honestly, like, I just want this show to be like this all the time. Like, can we please get rid of Chris Harrison and have the 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 contestants and the bachelorette just run the show by themselves like i feel like it would be so much more genuine that way i just thought it was super interesting and like it was so laid back and like more personal i really liked it anyway we go back to the gaucho date and one of the gauchos actually got further with jojo than alex did cuz he pretty much just like put his hand up her butt while he was trying to help her up onto the horse. So, I mean, that says a lot about her relationship with Alex. Oh, my God. Just such a beautiful date, like, wasted on Alex. It was just absolutely wasted. Like, oh, my God, the part where they put the horse down and, like... Oh, they didn't literally put a horse down. Oh, fuck. That ruins the joke that I came up with. 
<laughs> oh well, I'll say it anyway. Anyway, they put the they put the horse like they laid the horse down or whatever, and then they are like laying on the horse's neck and like stroking it and stuff, and it was so beautiful. And when they were riding the horses like around the sunset and all that stuff, oh my goodness. It was so beautiful. And then you just like looked at Alex and you were like, oh, fuck. Just ruined it. Stupid, like, stocky man. I don't, uh, it was just bad. Anyway, <laughs> yeah, okay, so here's the joke. Uh, Alex says he's never seen someone put a horse down like that. So I guess he's never been to the Kentucky Derby, but. Okay. Wow. Great joke, Carrie. Great joke. Wow. Love it. You're so fucking hilarious. So hilarious. Anyway, uh, in my notes, I note again how the date was wasted on Alex and how they have no physical connection, which is true. I mean, they kind of did after, well, <laughs> this is so fabricated because they do the whole shot of them kissing in front of the sunset or whatever, and they seem to have chemistry there, but, you know, that's probably just JoJo wanting to get a nice shot, and the producer's like, yeah, go give him a good, give him a good old kiss, you know. So Alex, they're back in the little, the little, whatever it's called, the barn, or wherever they are. Alex tells Jojo he loves her, and Jojo's face just fucking falls off a cliff. Oh, oh my god, I'm so sorry. Yawning. I just yawned like Nick in the first episode when he was like, oh, Jojo, Jojo, Jojo. Oh, Jojo, Jojo. Anyway, um, Alex telling Jojo he loves her is the most producer prompt I've, like, the biggest producer prompt I've ever seen on this show because I'm absolutely sure that the producers were like, okay, Alex, like, here's the moment. Gotta tell her you love her or else we're not gonna leave. And then Alex is like, okay, fine, I will. And he tells her and then Jojo's like, oh, you know what? Just because you just told me that, and I just realized that I don't actually like you, so bye. Um, and they do this every fucking season, like because she can't just send him home after they had that amazing date, and like they were kissing the whole time, and like she was acting like she liked him and stuff. Because they have to have like a catalyst for her to send him home, so they're just like, okay, Alex, definitely like. Tell her you love her. Like, it's going to be great. And then Jojo's just waiting for him to say it. And then she's like, oh, you know what? Like, now that you say that, uh, I'm not feeling it. And actually, I want you to go home, please. Bye. Oh, my God. And, like, she goes into her whole speech. And it's so fake. It's insane. Anyway, I'm just a huge bitch tonight. Okay. Yeah. And literally no one was surprised that Alex is going home like they had a fucking plan and you know it (laughs) like the show is so terrible they had a plan that entire day that they were gonna that they were gonna send him home they brought the car there they were like okay (laughs) like imagining the producer on the walkie-talkie like okay bring in the car bring in the car (laughs) oh my god man 
Yeah. And oh fuck. And then Jojo gets in like the ITM, like the the in the moment. That's what they call the little interviews they do with the producers. Um excuse me. Oh my goodness. So Jojo's in her little interview and she's crying. She's like, I don't know, like I can't do that. What does she even say? She's like, what? What did she say? She said something so perfect. It was like, oh, man. I don't know. It was something like, I don't know how to do this. Like, I'm not an expert at this. Like, I make mistakes and, like, all this stuff. And I'm just like, JoJo, no one believes your crocodile tears. Like, I'm imagining the producer, like, literally sitting there with her and saying, like, okay, JoJo, you know, we gotta, we gotta have you cry here because, like, everybody is gonna think you're a bitch if you don't cry. And, like, it's, we need you to cry, JoJo. And then JoJo's there just, like... Uh, okay, like, give me five minutes. And then for five minutes, she's just, like, just wailing, trying to get, like, tears to come out of her eyes. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know what to do. And it's so uncomfortable. <laughs> oh, it's like you can literally see her working herself up to cry during the interview. Oh, man. I'm sorry I keep yawning. I would be cutting out these parts if I wasn't a total garbage person. Mm. Okay, so we're staying at a polo club. And uh, Robbie's hair is starting to resemble just a perfect sine curve. Just beautiful. Trying to teach the kids math out there. Um, Also, oh, Jordan gets the next one-on-one. And, uh, first thing I noticed when he was getting ready to go is that his body is fucked up. Like, his torso is so long and his legs are so short. Like, if you, if you put Alec, or no, if you put Jordan's torso on Alex's legs, Alex would be like a normal sized person. And if you proportion portioned Jordan's legs to be like in like alignment with the rest of his body he would either be like insanely tall or insanely short oh my god oh they go on this fucking winery date I mean I love winery dates like they're they're one of the best kind of dates on this show but like it shows like the bachelorette that continue this myth that wine is made by stomping grapes with your feet. Because, like, I've worked at a winery and you have no idea how many times people would fucking ask me. I would, I would say, oh, I work at a winery. And they go, oh, do you, do you stomp the grapes? Like, <laughs> like fucking no. It's, it's 2016. Like, do you not think that the multi billion dollar wine industry has come up with a way to like streamline that process in order to like technologically uh advance that stage of the winemaking process like no 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 like in the greatest technological age they're still getting like a bunch of like little 
friggin' fawns to crush grapes with their feet like in friggin' Fantasia. <sighs> that was a really long-winded joke. And I kind of lost, I kind of lost my gusto towards the end there. <laughs> I stopped believing in it halfway through the joke and then I was like, oh, I gotta finish it. Oh. Pastoral symphony, anyone? Yeah. Oh my God. And on this date, Jordan says something really weird. <laughs> he says, he says with regard, oh, there's a plane going by. Love it. Um, Jordan says the weirdest thing, uh, with regards to the hometown dates that everybody's going to have next week, Jordan says to Jojo, I want you to come meet mama. <sighs> and it's at this point that I noted in my notes, I noted in my notes that Jordan seems like a creepier, hotter, more mellowed out version of Markiplier you know, Markiplier off YouTube. I don't even watch him. It's just my boyfriend watches him constantly. I can't fucking stand Markiplier, but I have to watch him every fucking day. Anyway, mm, Jojo, there is so much spit in my mouth, but I'm trying not to swallow it because I don't want you to listen to my disgusting swallow noises. One second. Okay, I'm good. Wow. <laughs> disgusting. Um, Jojo said, not as disgusting though as what Jojo says. She says, uh, I tasted your feet today. <laughs> oh. oh, because I didn't even set it up. I didn't even tell you what they did. They literally crushed the grapes and then they took glasses and scooped up the juice and drank it. And I didn't think it was that weird, but like I'm listening to some other podcasts and apparently that's really weird, but I just thought it was weird the way Jojo... <laughs> described it as tasting his feet and this is the point when jojo is really like tipsy and she seems like she's just like high around jordan which made me think like that she's obviously gonna pick him because she's at at ease and she's kind of like love drunk kind of or just regular drunk which is fine as well but i've never seen jojo that tipsy <laughs> She was just a little giddy girl. Mm. Oh, yeah. And then Jordan's like, Aaron's not going to be at hometowns, blah, blah, blah. I don't give a fuck. Um. Oh, I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. I'm terrible. Um, Jojo tells Jordan, I think we're on the same page, which translates in Bachelor World to I'm going to pick you. <laughs> In the end. So get ready. Oh, this show. I don't know. Honestly, I swear. I Honestly, my brain, every part of my brain is telling me that she's going to pick Jordan. But my heart, my heart is telling me that she's going to pick Chase. <laughs> because I just love him. That would be the logical choice. I mean, maybe Jordan is the logical choice. I mean, maybe that's what Jojo wants, you know? Like, some girls want that. They want, like, the, the, I mean, a guy who can take care of them, like, fucking has some money, has some status, like, boom, get it, Jojo. But me, I'm more of a love kind of gal. I think she'd be happy with Chase, but I don't know. I don't know, Jojo. But, I mean, 
Chase probably has money. He's a health... He's a pharmaceutical rep or whatever, isn't he? That's money in there. Jeez. Um, all these guys pretty much have money. I mean, you have to in order to be on the show. They wouldn't just pick up a dude, like, off the street. I feel like this show is pretty, like, upper... Upper middle class people. And then you get the occasional, like, Kalen who flew in on a helicopter. <laughs> what did he do? He was like a helicopter salesman or something? I don't know. Mm. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I was going to say, like, the emotional roller coaster of this show is getting to me. Like, first it's like, oh, I don't trust Jordan. Jordan's a dick. And then they show this, like, beautiful date where Jojo and Jordan are, like, super cute together, and they make them look all, like, romantic and shit. And then they, like, play the cute music, and then they, like, kiss in this little, like, nook in the castle where they're staying or whatever, and it's like, man, Bachelor, like, stop playing with my emotions. Because now I don't know what to think. Like, please, please just tell me what to think. <laughs> like, I'm tired of having to make decisions. Please just tell me how to feel. Oh, man. So, thankfully, that's over. And, uh, the other three boys, ha well, Luke gets the other one-on-one, and then the other three boys, James, Chase, and Robbie, a.k.a. Slice of White Bread, <laughs> one, two, and three, um, they have a group date that gets rained out, so they are gonna go to the hotel room and have a little slumber slumber party at 12 in the afternoon and or like a rainy rainy day truth or dare party or so. i don't know what the fuck it was but it was beautiful um robbie does a tom cruise run right to jojo just absolutely annihilating the air with those hand blades just um man so they get up to the room and then james just decides, hey, I'm going to shove 20 fucking fries in my mouth. Why not? Um, here's why not, James. Um, because you could choke and die. Maybe that's why. Um, also, Jojo <laughs> channeling some carry vibes here. By the way, I didn't even say... <laughs> The whole introduction. Hey, hey, I'm Carrie Fox. This is not here to make friends. Or, I'm not here to make friends. Oh, God. What a garbage mess. Um, yeah. So, JoJo's channeling some Carrie vibes. Getting the guys to massage each... <laughs> Terrible. She's getting the guys to massage each other. And you know what? I would have taken it a step further. Like, okay, now reach around. Okay. Yeah, yeah, just reach around. Yeah, good, good, good. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Like, why can't we have, like, a good old-fashioned truth or dare, like, sexual experimentation? I mean, like, come on, Bachelor. Get with the times. I mean, they've all done it. I would not be surprised... I would not be surprised if, like, at some points during the show, like, the guys just, like, get a little tongue action in with each other a couple times. Whew. I mean, they all get pretty drunk. And, like, you, there's gotta be some of these guys that are a little bi. There's gotta be. 
Can't pause, Carrie. You're literally just going to put this live. So <laughs> let's let's move on. I'm trying to think of something else funny to say, but I literally can't. My mind is blank. Just trying to think of something else raunchy I can say about the guys like making out with each other. Nope. Can't. <laughs> so they pl are playing Pictionary and everything. And you saw it. You realized that it was funny. I don't need to lay it all out for you. Um, Drobby. Robbie's drunk face is the grossest thing I've ever seen on this show. And that was, this is literally having an insane, the, I'm so sorry. I'm, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me. <laughs> um, this happened literally the same episode that James shoved like 30 fries in his mouth. So that's saying a lot. That Robbie's face is the grossest thing I've ever seen because it was so disgusting. His eyelids were like half shut and he was trying to talk and it was like so weird. <laughs> it was like maybe because he's a lizard person that the alcohol like like poorly combined with his like uh, met metabolic system. And he was just, like, really fucked up by it. And maybe that's what happened. I don't know. Anyway, so they watched The Bachelor Brazil and everything. And we're looking. They're all on the bed and all that. And I swear to God, Robbie actually, like, teased his hair with a comb to get his bump that high. <laughs> like, I've seen... I haven't seen bumps that high on friggin', like, toddlers and tiaras. Like, he gets it up there. I mean, man, did he put a bumpet in his hair? I swear. Like, he should just, like, be endorsed by them. Robbie, the new face of bumpets. <laughs> I love it. This, this episode is just a shit show. I'd be having a way better quality episode if I could cut out all the terrible, terrible execution of jokes that I'm having. Um, yeah, Chase is just, Chase, my boy, was just non-existent on this date. You can, you can see them all in the bed and Chase is just behind Jojo, like, hey, I'm here. And like, I don't know why she was like cuddling up to Robbie so much. Like, what's so fucking interesting about Robbie? I, he, he literally has nothing. And, like, everybody says that, like, Chase is boring and all that. But, like, I think he's cute. I think he's interesting. I don't know. He's handsome, too. Like, jeez. I don't know. I don't know what the deal is with Robbie. Um, the shot of JoJo in the middle of the guys on the bed. Like, when they're all cuddled up together. Like, that, that got me going a little bit. Like, let's just say... Argentina wasn't the only place it was raining. Oh my god. It was also my pants. Um, anyway. They go outside and they're talking to Robbie. Can you hear how tired this, this show is making me? I'm I'm exhausted. <laughs> Just, I've already gone through all of these notes and like executed them once. And now I'm having to do it again. 
I just want to move on. I just want to move on with my life. Ah. Anyway. Robbie reveals that he and his ex only broke up like four months ago. So you can... Oh, no, I can't. I've been listening to Rose Buddies constantly, like, for the past, like, three weeks. And, like, I've been listening to this past episode, so I, I'm having the strong urge. <laughs> I suck. How do I word? Um, I'm having the strong urge to, uh, to like, copy their jokes just, be, just, like, unconsciously. So I have to not do that. But I think they said something about, like, you can literally see jojo doing the math in her head like how wait so like you broke up four months ago and now we're on the show we've been here for like a month and casting was how long like oh man so they literally broke up and he was like "Mm, better sign up for the bachelor why not like that casting process has to take like months like, they've got to go to the doctor, like, get, like, their fucking STI check and all that. I don't know. Do they have, like, a clinic at the casting? <laughs> at the casting fucking booth. Then <laughs> they come in and then they're like, okay, great. And now just step into our little, like, makeshift walk-in clinic. We're going to just take some of your blood. Anyway. Mm, little creepy. Um... Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> here's the thing. I think that Joe... Literally, okay, I have a, I have a note here that says, JoJo with every other man than Jordan looks like she's pulling teeth. So, like, yeah, it looks like she's just, like, tortured whenever she's not with Jordan. And then literally the next line I write, JoJo and Chase are so cute. Like, how could you not love them? And this... Like, those, both of those thoughts happened in the time when she was talking to Chase, because at first she looked so bored, and then, like, he said something that she liked, apparently, and then she was like, aw, you're so cute, and, like, put her head up, snuggling up against him and all this shit. So I don't even know what to think, but I think they're cute. I really want Chase to go far. He kind of reminds me of the dude from Allie's season, though, Allie Fedotowski, like, the guy who whose mom died or whatever, and then he saw, like, the rainbow at the finale or something. I don't know, because he was super boring, just like Chase's. Um, I don't know. I don't think Chase is that boring. I think he's so cute. Anyway, I'm not going to go on. Uh, I feel like a lot of people don't like Chase, but who knows. Mm. I'm just so exhausted. I'm, like, skipping a bunch of these notes. Like, is that really necessary, Gary? Um, oh, okay, here's the deal. Right now we're all wondering, like, who are they going to make the next Bachelor? I mean, those of us who haven't seen spoilers or anything or haven't been reading the Bloids. But, um, I... At first I wanted James T to be... What did I just say? James T to be the Bachelor. And uh, now I'm kind of like, Because I thought it would be interesting... But then I was coincidentally listening to the Rose Buddies where it was like episode two or something where James got a one-on-one date and how boring it was, <laughs> like the little dance date that they had. And uh, it's like, oh, I hope I, I really wouldn't want the whole show to be that boring. But I mean, 
a lot of the dates are kind of boring, but I don't know. I wonder, I wonder if he would be good or not, but honestly, I can't see anyone else being okay for The Bachelor, uh, and that's until, that's until I saw Luke on his little horse date, uh, which I'll get to later, but, um, I'm kind of on board for Luke for Bachelor now, uh, I would not mind (laughs) Luke being The Bachelor, that's all I'm saying, but I'll get more into that. Oh my god, my voice is just going. How many minutes have we at now? Oh my god, 40 minutes. Anyway, um, yeah, that's my thoughts on James for Bachelor. I think it would be interesting, but then I think the magic would kind of wear off really quickly. Um, yeah, so drunk Robbie's just being a little shit and being annoying, and, uh, James T is like, hey, no, you fight for everything. You fight for your lady, you know? And I think he's a good guy. I mean, some people don't like James. They think he's, like, whiny and stuff, which, yeah, he's a little whiny, but I kind of like him. I don't know. I don't know. He's been kind of a dick this past episode, but I don't know. I'm going to stay neutral on James. That's what I'm going to do. So Jojo comes out and she's going to give out the the group day rose. And she says, I wish I had more than one rose to give out on this date, but not three. See you, James. Um, yeah, because James eventually does go home at the rose ceremony. So it's like, did you wish you had more than one date, rose? Like, I mean, obviously you did. Ugh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying now. Um... It's like, yeah, you wish you had one more rose, but not two, because James, bye-bye. Um, Robbie gets the rose after the whole front-runner conversation, so I'm assuming it was a little producer pick just to stir the pot, you know. Um, at this point, JoJo's just like, as long as Jordan stays, I don't give a fuck. Um, man, the drama. The drums. I can't stand it. Like, this show is, like, slowly poisoning me from the inside. That's all I'm gonna say. Oh, my God. Oh, fuck. Fuck. Oh, my God. I'm I'm struggling right now because we get to the point in the episode where the most uncomfortable thing happens. And I'm not talking about Robbie showing his butt. Um, I'm talking about the moment after she gives Robbie the rose. And uh, the guys are going to leave, Chase and James, because she gets more time with Robbie. And James goes to hug Jojo. And he drops his glass on the floor like a friggin' amateur. And it was so uncomfortable. Just like... Such a concentrated moment of discomfort. It was like, it was like you took the entire Juan Pablo season finale and condensed it into like a two second time span. And it was so uncomfortable for that tiny, tiny few seconds. It made me want to like flip my eyelids inside out so I would never 
have to see it again or you know carrie you could have just closed your eyes but you know what i felt that i had to go a little further oh my god it was so bad it was so bad i just cringed like i feel like i was frozen in time for those three seconds because it was so bad um okay so jojo and luke's date i gotta wrap it up people this is not pleasant for me. Okay, here's here's what I have to say about Luke's date. Um, the whole thing with Bachelor is they're always trying to send... Well, I don't know if they're trying or they just do it naturally because they're fucking white people. Um, they're always sending out coded messages about, like, American exceptionalism and, like, masculinity... And, like, gender roles and all these stupid things. And um, Luke's date was, like, basically, like, the <laughs> essence of all of this. Because it's like, yeah, we're just gonna go to the fucking ranch, get some horses, shoot some guns. Yeah, that's exactly how Luke talks. And, like, the romantic twang of the guitar in the background and, like... It's so, it's so cliche and, and like, it's just promoting all these, like, annoying things about masculinity. Literally, Jojo says on the date, like, Luke is a man. Like, he's a real man. And it's like, why you gotta be like that, Bachelor? It's just annoying. And, um, like... I feel like you could have just gone without saying, like, like why do you have to codify it as him being a man or masculine if he, like, shoots a gun or, like, rides a horse or something? Like, why can't you just say, like, Luke is passionate about what he does and he's good at it and I really love that. Like, you don't have to codify what manhood is. Like, I feel like if Chase got in there and he had a date and it was like, hey, we're going to have a competition to see who can sell the most medical equipment then Chase, it would immediately be, like, so attractive because Chase could, like, do his job and, like, do it really well. And then it would be like, wow, Chase is such a man because he can sell that medical equipment. It's like, that's not what makes you a man. It's just, like, you're doing something that you're good at, you know? I don't know. Um, But there is one thing I will say, and that's that despite all of the, like stereotypical and like uh problematic messages that this show promotes and like luke shooting the guns and everything um i can't deny that like it was a little hot like you see this guy and it's like fuck like he just shot that gun and fucking like hit the little target like three times in a row and then he was like teaching jojo how to do it and he was like holding the gun and like hugging her and it was so cute uh and that says a lot about like the ingrained biases we have towards certain things or like like thinking that certain things are attractive i don't know but also it's like you know what some things are just attractive you know and like just because you're a feminist doesn't mean like you can question these systems and like why you're attracted about certain things but also it doesn't change the fact that like you're attracted by some things 
So like, we don't need to be like, we don't need to make ourselves feel bad or, or like say that that's wrong to like be attracted to that, you know? Anyway, that's just my opinion. But, uh, yeah. Also another thing that was interesting was like how they're codifying like masculinity is like this like rancher like or white masculinity specifically is like this rancher farmer guy cowboy when really like most of the cowboys uh back in the day when cowboys were popular it was like people of color and then white people were just like oh i want to be cool and which they are constantly doing and still doing to this day but uh yeah so it's just funny how they're like codifying that as like the white like epitome of masculinity anyway just thinking about the wider implications beyond the show i mean i have to differentiate myself somehow from the other bachelor podcasts out there but um yeah i also have like a background in film studies so like i feel like i'm just like hardwired to pick up on these like little coded messages uh and don't even get me started on, like, horseback riding and, like, how I feel about that. But, uh, man. Always a problem. Always a problem with this girl. I'm just such a critique. Critiquing person. Oh, man. <laughs> I just have a note. Um, if, if Luke does become The Bachelor, they're going to have to give him a talk on his, like, dead shark eyes. Because they're really, really creepy. And then I noticed that moment, like, you know that moment, like, people do before they kiss where they, like, look at the other person's lips and then they, like, quickly, like, move in to kiss them? <sighs> Luke did that. And it made me feel really cringe. Because, you know me, just any sign of, like, sexual or romantic attraction or action it's just repulsive to me it's weird because i'm like such a romantic you'd think that i would be attracted to that but you know like after fucking like trying to quit watching porn and all that shit like oh i can i cannot even deal <laughs> oh a train's going by lovely um yeah i feel like i'm like got my walls up constantly because like freak any of you out there, I don't know. <laughs> it's the porn addiction podcast out here, people. But, like, when you're, like, addicted to porn, um, you literally, I don't know why I'm getting into this tangent. It's literally, like, you get, like, disgusted at yourself. You're like, oh, my God, I don't know why I'm attracted to this. And so when you quit, you automatically, like, throw all your walls up and you're just like, no, I'm not allowed to be attracted to anything anymore. And so, like, that's that's how I feel, like, when watching Bachelor or, like, anything. If I see anything sexual now, it's just, like, mm, 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 mm. But, yeah, so that's interesting. Hopefully things will change. But anyway. Mm. Okay, so straight into the rose ceremony. Oh, no. Oh, no. What's going to happen? Man, it's so funny because, like, last week she's like, I want to keep Alex and James. And then literally Alex and James went home this week. Uh, I, I think she honestly just sent him home because his hair was so terrible. Oh, man. I don't think James got the memo 
on like the white boy haircut that all the guys are doing this season. Um, oh, I just wrote a bunch of shit about Chase again and how he's amazing, but I, I'll spare you. Um, can yeah can we please cut chris harrison out of this show with the same urgency and precision that a surgeon would cut out a tumor <laughs> oh you're funny carrie okay so james goes home and he as always he is a gentleman and uh I thought that his exit was setting him up to be the next Bachelor a little bit because it was, like, sad, but he was, like, a gentleman and, like, he was, like, oh, like, everybody tells me I deserve someone and then I never get it. And, like, so I feel like that's such a, like, good story to set up being, like, well, guess what, James? You're gonna get the chance to meet her, you know? (laughs) You get a car and you get a car. Ah, man. And I'm not going to lie, I got a little teary-eyed when James left. But this was before I kind of, like, got ruined <laughs> by Rose Buddies because they don't really like James. Um, I'm just a huge... Ro- this is just a Rose Buddies fan cast here. I love Rose Buddies so much. Just fucking listen to it. It's so fucking A+. Oh, and I just thought James was so articulate when he left. Like, he's... he's I don't think he's articulate at all. Like, a, like regularly and then like in the situation where you're gonna be like most shocked and unprepared he's like the most articulate person ever i was like shocked oh and then we don't get a shot of him crying in the limo or anything i felt like i was robbed where is my limo crying shot anyway i noted that there is no other show like this on tv like this show is an absolute masterpiece and i know that's surprising to to hear from me because most of the time it's like this is like this show is a complete garbage dump but it's also a masterpiece it think of it as like one of those pieces of art that's made from like junk off the street just think of it like that it's such a beautiful beautiful show oh man like, where do you get off, Bachelor? Like, being a complete mess and then just, like, breaking my heart like that. Like, making me feel things. How dare you? Oh, my God. And then the credit sequence was absolute genius. With Chase and the head massager. <laughs> you all know why it was funny. I don't need to lay it out for you. Um, Man, I just felt like a, a true kinship with the editor. And, like, putting those audio snippets together. Oh, so good. Anyway, so that's over. (laughs) Uh, This is the point in the show where, like, my urge to read the spoilers is so incredibly strong. And, um, yeah. I want to read them so bad. Because I just, I, I want them to stop like jerking me around like i just want to know what's gonna happen like i just want to stop being lied to bachelor Ugh. anyway man i i want to read the spoilers so bad but i'm gonna i'm gonna keep it together just for the podcast because i don't want to i don't want to ruin it i want my reactions to be genuine 
Anyway, um, that's pretty much it, people. It's Saturday today, so hopefully this episode will be up before, like, before Bachelor on Monday. Oh, and you know what? I couldn't even live tweet this week because I couldn't find, like, a, um, like a streaming site. I watch it illegally. I don't have a fucking TV. You think I have a TV? I'm freaking 23. Oh my god. My phone company calls me all the time and they're like, have you tried to bundle our TV package? I'm like, bitch, I don't have a TV. Like, stop calling me. Um, anyway, the streaming sites that I was trying to, that I always use were not working this week, so I couldn't even live tweet it like I usually do. So I hope that I'll be able to live tweet this Monday because I'm sure it's going to be exciting. Woo! Hometowns! Hometowns! Hometowns are always so boring, but I hope I hope they spice it up a little bit. Um, yeah, that's basically it. Um, yeah, <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>